Another day with fish with friends and uh, interesting night last night. What are you making again? What are you sewing or knitting? Oh, a scarf. No big deal. A scarf. Okay. So Alicia is making a miniature scarf for herself. Well, is that going to be miniature when I'm done? <laughs> Things like the size of a, uh, the book right now. Yeah. Yeah. It has a long ways to go. Yeah, I know. I remember when you started last January. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. No, but okay, so you're making a scarf and you're getting into all the patterns and you decide that you're going to go sit in bed and just work on that. Yeah. And you leave me alone all by myself outside with our beautiful fire pit. Yeah. I'm sitting there relaxing and clearing my head. It was so, so it was so funny because I start thinking of ideas and we might have found a new home and all this stuff. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. about that stuff and uh, fish with friends and just all the things coming up. And then... Today, I get up, I get ready, I get going with my day, and I find so many cool things for the show. I'm super stoked about it. I'm so, and it's nothing as near as uh, knitting a scarf. <laughs> I know, very but, exciting yeah, stuff over there. From uh, little toddlers that, uh, I, actually a theory that I think is going to develop into something that maybe there is something to a language to baby speak. Oh. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about Snoop Dogg. Great text question of the day. And... The old inflatable Santa's coming at us today. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for that. That's at the Rando Texto. Coming up on Fish with Friends. One thing I love about the text question of the day is sometimes I just get ideas for it from other people. It's true. Like uh, you or other people I've hung out with in the past. Good friends like Jake the Trainer. I was having a uh, conversation with Jake the Trainer yesterday uh-huh. about just food. We were talking about stuff and he's... Uh, He's making what he, uh, what, I guess it's like some kind of Mexican lasagna recipe he Which found I online. Which sounded fantastic. Yeah, if you ever want, ever want to try this, it's shredded beef, black beans, red enchilada sauce, mm-hmm. layered with cheese, and flour tortillas that are like lasagna. Nom, 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 nom. And it looks, he sent me a photo, it looks amazing. So for today's text question of the day, Alicia and I were talking about it off the show, obviously, off the air. And uh, it's all about, well, food porn. <laughs> it is. And people loved it. So text question of the day, no matter what it is, what is your go-to unique meal that you can make? So for the ginger ninja. Oh, gosh. Give me what? Tacos. Spaghetti. Yeah, what? Spaghetti. From a jar. You're from a jar. Actually, you really are. Your dad wanted me to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, spaghetti. My mother's famous recipe was from a jar. Yeah. Yeah, it was ragu. Mm-hmm. Rago. I love it just when you get so proud of yourself that yeah. you actually add spices yeah. to the ragu. You're yeah. like, I got a little creative today, guys. I put in basil, a little bit spaghetti. of garlic powder. I don't know why you're busting my chops over here. Could be real here. good. Yeah. Listen, baked chicken. My famous <laughs> spaghetti over <laughs> here is the bomb. Hey, what's wrong with bacon chicken? Just, I'm just kidding. Actually, Alicia is a, a really good cook. And I hope to God for the text question of the day today. No matter what it is, what is your go-to unique meal you can make? Please, please don't say that's soup. No, 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 no. I have, I have a couple different ones. Okay, because she got into, like, the winter of soup a few years ago. You're welcome. And soup has never been the same for me since. We had it, like, every day. And I appreciate the fact that you like to cook and that you cook. You know I appreciate that, but my God. That was three years ago. Time oh, to get over it. I'm still stuck in it. Oh my gosh. I still can taste it sometimes. Oh, they were fantastic. Chicken tortilla soup, baby uh, bean soup. Like, oh god. There was like a Tuscan soup in there. It was Ugh. really good. All right, so Alicia, 
What is your go-to? Uh, my go-to, well, it has to be the lasagna. Oh, your lasagna is the go-to. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like, that is definitely, like, anytime somebody needs comfort food, anytime yeah. it's a special occasion. Our like, friend Steve's lasagna. wife diagnosed with bre uh, breast cancer gets a double mastectomy. Lasagna. Yep, it's Con true. Connie gets sick. Lasagna. Connie passes away. Lasagna. It's true. Like, that is, like, the comfort. Like, one of, I think, lasagna just in general, I think, is a great comfort meal. You and it's make, very filling. You did make your own version of Qdoba a couple months ago that I thought was really good as well. Uh, yeah, but that's not really a go-to. Oh, yeah. They, that's you know what really I mean? Your go so your main go-to is... Lasagna. Yeah, you, you, for a while it was uh, chicken Alfredo lasagna, but... That was pretty good, though. Yeah, it doesn't touch your lasagna. I would say fancy go-to, like if that's kind of like, ooh, yeah. No, I know your fancy go-to. Yeah, what's that? That's that uh, fancy meat slab that you uh -huh. and your brother made that one time. What? It, what is it? Uh, beef bone on cow bone bone. Come on, you can do it. Uh, it's some, uh, but it's, uh, it's not a brisket. That's Jake the trainer. Yeah. Uh... I don't know, something with meat. It's Beef Wellington. That thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> beef Wellington was your go-to. That's your fancy go-to. Do you have another one that you could think of, though? Uh, what would be my other go-to? Oh, uh, my um, chicken enchiladas. So let me ask you a question. The next person that you're with, wife number one, Alicia, hanging uh -huh. out with me. The next person you're with, if they don't cook like I don't cook, will that be immediately? Deal breaker. Yeah, really? 110%. Really? Drives me crazy. Yeah. So you're on the fence. Nope. They've got a chance. <laughs> no, there's no chance. It could possibly happen. No chance. If you're out there, non-cooking man, <laughs> she is yours. Come and get her. I've got five little nugs for you. Alicia, I got some, um, uh, I've got some uh, little nugs I want to share with you right now. Little I'm fact ready. Factoids that I've found. Do you like that? I mean, do you ever remember any of these or do I just say when you forget them? I mean, you tell me, and then every time I'm like, the human head weighs eight pounds. All right, Jerry so. Maguire. Every position of a Rubik's Cube can be solved in 20 moves or less. No. According to the stats, every what? position of a Rubik's Cube can be solved in 20 moves or less. So if you have one of those old Rubik's Cubes, you get to count to 20, and you still haven't finished it, you really suck. Yeah, exactly. I sucked at those. Oh, I did too. I used to break it apart and put it back together. There you go. That's one way to get it done. It's cheating, Creative. but it worked. Yeah. Turkey trot. You remember that? Yes. You and I did one of those in Dallas. Mm -hmm. The United States turkey, turkey trot races uh, pre-day marathons. The first U.S. marathon was held in Boston in 1897. But the Buffalo turkey trot has been around since the year before, 1896. Oh, that's cool. It's been held every year since. So it is actually the turkey trots, when you see those, are actually older than marathons by one year. More running races, speaking of marathons, are held on Thanksgiving than any other day of the year. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Roughly about 870,000 people run in a race on Thanksgiving. I love it when you see those memes where, like, oh, gosh, you're part of one of those families. Oh, yeah, the race families? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, I have so much respect for that. Yeah. I'd rather just get my nipples bloody at home rather than running. I, I mean, sure. Ties Wait. it from a story from last yeah. week, yeah. Uh, okay. See, this, we just, you're not freaky enough for me. Awkward. Just cut my chest. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the oldest known tattoo was found on an Egyptian mummy... Of course, of a, of a woman who lived around 5,000 years ago. Wow. It was on her lower back. No, it wasn't. And it was a shamrock. She 5, had a tramp stamp. She had a tramp stamp. <laughs> a, 
Oldest known tattoo was found on an Egyptian mummy of a woman who lived around 5,000 years ago. Again, it was on her lower back. Okay. And it was a little Pac-Man. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was a little Pac-Man. Yeah, it was a little really? Pac-Man. Remember Pac-Man? Okay. Do you remember? Well, you better remember Pac-Man. Yeah, I know a Pac-Man. You have a Pac-Man machine. I have an old school Pac-Man oh, machine. Yeah. Okay, so the technical term for a burp. Do you know that? That's my last little nug I want to share with you. No, I actually don't. It's called an eractation. What? An eructation. An eructation? Eructation. Eructation. Eructation? Yeah. Okay. Not eructation, not erection, but an eructation. Eructation. So you should actually say, oh, man, I feel like I just had a really embarrassing eructation. Yeah. Tation. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a weird sure. word, isn't it? Stick with burp. Yeah, right. Burp is just easier. Mm -hmm, exactly. Kind of like chubby. It's okay. a little easier than the other version of that word as well. Sure. I've got a chubby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now you've learned. Oh, my poor, 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 sweet members of the clique of six. Aww. We call you the clique of six because only six people, they say, would listen to this show. The pandemic is over. Ish, right? Ish. Ish. I have a list right now of regrettable purchases that you... Oh, <laughs> yes. You made during the pandemic. And what's fascinating about this list is I was thinking about purchases that you and I, Alicia, made during the pandemic. Okay. We didn't really go crazy. No. We no. didn't, did we? No. I don't know if we were worried about being unemployed I don't know if... Uh, that's always a concern with it you. It started in March 2020. Yeah, right. Uh, within a year, Connie would pass away. So maybe we're. I was just too obsessed with that and I didn't buy anything weird. Yeah. I mean, we bought you some AirPods. Uh, number one regrettable, most regrettable purchase during the pandemic, gaming equipment. Huh. A lot of people spend money on that. Tools or carpentry, clothes or shoes, home gym equipment, a lot. Oh, yeah. All those that. Peloton bikes. Yeah. Well, not even just that. Weights. Yeah. Like uh, Dan, our friend Dan, just got some weights. He was waiting till the price went down because he's like, I'm not paying that. Oh, yeah. He's being cheap. Yeah. Musical instruments. One of the most regrettable purchases during the pandemic, a pizza oven. What? How can you regret a pizza oven? Jewelry. Maybe like a good pearl necklace. A scooter. Equipment for a sports hobby like fishing or golf. Garden furniture. Yeah. Voice-activated assistants, smartphones, TVs, etc. The one that threw me. Okay. Most regrettable purchase uh, was number, uh, actually, on the list itself was number seven. Okay. A hot tub or jacuzzi. How can you ever regret that know. purchase? I will have one if I have my, my, if I have my wish mm -hmm. based on living conditions. I will have one everywhere I ever live. Yes. I'm, I love them. Yes, you do. It's they are thing. glorious. And it is my thing. And it almost used to... Irritate you. Oh, I've just gotten so used to it now. But now, I mean, I could do an infomercial on hot tubs. Yes, you could. I seriously could. I love hot tubs. Hi, my name is Fish, and I love hot tubs. <laughs> so I don't run it hot. No, you run it at like the the warm, it, warmer, not hot. So like, you can sit in there for like hours and be comfortable. You know when you dip your toe in the bath water? Yeah. And you're like, there ain't no way in hell. I'm going down there. I'm going to burn my, my bits, 
right? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you get in that bath water and it settles into that perfect warmth? Yeah. That's the temperature I run mine yes. at. Yes, yep. I would completely agree with that. If you were one of these people that were surveyed and they and then one of your most regrettable purchases during the pandemic was a hot tub, I'll buy it from you. I want two. Oh, okay. What, his and hers? Yeah. I could be like, you just go in your hot tub. Yeah, you be in yours. I'll be in mine. We'll talk across the way. Best conversations I've ever had with anyone I ever dated, including the first wife, Alicia, here. That's true. In the hot tub. It's like a sanctuary. It is. It's like, ooh. Wow, and you have a beverage. Like, you're not getting hammered, but you have a beverage. You're relaxed. Mm -hmm. A little drinky-drinky. So, hey, how was your childhood? Boom. Yeah, bam. And we're off and running. Floodgates open up. Usually, I hear a lot about horses lately. I got two H's in my hot tub. Hoes and horses? No, horses and <laughs> houses. Because oh. you're a realtor. <laughs> Am I allowed to have hoes in our hot tub? No. I love that. Not garden hoes either. I want them real hoes. I ain't falling for that trick again. <laughs> Son of a bee. I want to have a, a brief conversation, if I could, about pets and babies. Okay. Pets and babies. All right. But when you talk to Barrett the dog sometimes, Oh, you use a special voice. Yeah, but I, and I don't want to do the toddler voice or the, the pet voice, but I mean, do you think he really understands you? I think he understands words, like specific words that I say, but do I think he understands the full sentences? No. Because there is a mom having a conversation with her 12-month-old, and I want you to listen to this. What did you do today? Yeah? How was Coco Melon? Right on. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you go in the car today? Who did you hang out with today, mom or dad? What do you Mama, think? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Do you think that that kid actually they're having a real conversation? I, you know, yes, kind of. I do. Or do you think that the kids are just mimicking what they see from adults trying to do what you know adults are doing? I mean. Knows you really don't know. I would assume that uh, he understands her. I mean, he's a year old, so okay. Like, well, and yeah, but I mean, like Barrett the dog is old, old, old. I mean, do you think he understands? Well, obviously, us? I think there is a difference between puppies and babies. But all I know is that when I was a kid, if my mother wanted to have some form of an intelligent conversation with me or some kind of conversation with me, it would have went like this. Hey there, Mister Wiener. What do you know? What? Do you need to tinkle, tinkle? Yes, I do think so. Yeah, that would have been it. Such a weirdo. My kid, when I, or my nickname when my kid, my nickname when I was a kid was Ding Dong. I know. I was always grabbing my junk. What was when you were driving down or you would go over the hill and you used to laugh as a kid? You'd be like, Ma, that tickles my winky. Yeah, that was (laughs) when you would go on hills and I would scream, Daddy, 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 tickle my winky. Which sounds so creepy. I had to stop saying it after DHS came by to make sure I was okay. This is going to make you hungry. I just, warning, straight up right now from the Ginger Ninja. Yeah, boy, fish. 100% warning. Today's text question of the day is going to make you hungry. Oh, for sure. No matter what it is, what is your go-to unique meal that you can make? Like, you can make it. Alicia's 100% lasagna. Almost as good as my homemade spaghetti. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's real close. I put your spaghetti at a 10, my lasagna, like an 8. Yeah. No, honestly, she picks on my spaghetti normally. But I'll tell you this. Ever since you've uh, made me eat this turkey meat crap, everything Uh tastes different. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Didn't you try and make You've your fancy? You've gotten used to it. Yeah, you have. I almost hate that I have. Didn't you like try and make your fancy lasagna once? Like no. uh, with turkey meat? Oh, no, you don't mess with. There's certain recipes you don't mess with. My spaghetti you'll make with turkey meat. Yeah. Lasagna's See, figure out how that makes me feel. Oh, you'll be fine. I'm pretty sure you'll my, get it. That's my Maybe mother's should... secret recipe. Okay. And I actually think it's her pan, but I think we're going to have to chuck that one. Remember? <laughs> oh, no, no. We'll just get it re-Teflon. Yeah, it's not that good of a pan. Yeah. All right. Today's text question of the day, Alicia. I'm excited to hear about uh, what the Click of Six has said. Again, this will probably make you hungry. Oh, it will, because no matter what it is, what is your go-to unique meal that you can make? So Brett said homemade macaroni and cheese. The best. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Pork chops with tomatoes and olives. That sounds amazing. Uh, check yeah. this one out. Bacon artichoke bites. I'm like, huh. huh? That's interesting. So her family actually asked her to bring it to every every function that they have. Oh, that, that's like uh, Connie's. Uh, uh, Connie used to have a, my friend Connie used to have a pigs in a blanket type thing. Or oh, yeah. Those pickle are so roll-ups, good. The pickle thing. Yeah, with the ham thing and the cream cheese. Yeah, they called oh. it the uh, pickle in your ham wallet. Sure, that sounds appropriate. Uh, Benny's just like me and has homemade lasagna, so nice. that's her. Stuffed Love green it. pepper soup is another one. Oh, uh, you're doing peppers this week, I think you said. Oh, yeah, I definitely am. Yeah. Uh, what about the, this one I like? So this is up your alley. Peanut butter and jelly waffle sandwich. Oh, my God. With a glass sounds, of milk. Sounds amazing. I know, right? I'm like, oh, I kind of want that. I know. That's the problem is I'm so concerned with my weight because I struggle so much with weight. I wouldn't start popping uh, chocolate-covered cherries my dad sent us at midnight. I know, right? Maybe that'd be the, maybe that problem could be solved. Or like you open the other thing is you open like the chocolate chips that I buy for chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, I and know. I'm like, no wonder you'd ever get chocolate chip cookie. If anything happens to me, I'm not kidding. Click yeah. of six. If anything happens to me, she killed me. <laughs> she threatened my life the other night. I did not. You said I will bleeping kill you. I didn't really if you eat that chocolate. I will bleeping kill you. Oh, gosh. Okay. Way to take it out of context. I'm, well, I, if, if it was written down, that's what it would say. This is true. She but there's also tone, inflection, hand gestures. Like, there's a lot more going yeah, through Yeah, her that. hand gesture was in the motion of a knife stabbing someone. Okay. Yep. Anyways, Brenda likes peanut butter pie. Oh, for today's text <laughs> question of the day? No matter what it is, what is your go-to unique meal that you can make? Okay, give me a give me a couple more. Like a I mean, more. I really like the peanut butter pie. Uh, yeah. Chili with no chunks of tomato. I thought of you. Oh, that's, that's me. kind of your thing. Totally. Uh, super bizarre. Tell me if you would like this. It's peanut butter, egg with yolk, Ew. cheese, gross, ketchup and mayo on toast. Everybody's different, baby. I'm like, huh? Okay. Everybody's got different taste buds. Taste buds are like a fingerprint to your throat. <laughs> Did You're you welcome. Taste buds are like a fingerprint to your throat. Yeah, I just made that up. <laughs> you can. That's a gift from me to that you. That is a fish bomb. Boom. <laughs> With everything going on in the world, one of the things that I've been doing a lot more lately than I think ever before is sharing stories of good news. I need some good news. Are you ready for some good news? Are you ready for some good news, man? Well, some good news. Well, I have some good news. Really? Good news? Tell them the good news. Spit it out! All right, uh, I've got some good news stories for you that I'm going to share with you here. Uh, it's some really cool audio and an amazing seven-year-old girl we're going to talk about in a second. First, though, let's talk a little bit about this. I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, a six-year-old dog in Australia named Bear... Aww. Won an award last month for helping save more than 100 injured koalas. What? How did that happen? Breastfed them. What? Gave them milk. 
uh, uh, bear is a boy dog. Yeah, it wasn't. That's not true. Okay. He helped uh, find them after devastating fires that scorched Australia in 2019 and 2020. Wow. Yeah, that's actually Super real, cool. Yeah, not as cool as breastfed, though, right? <laughs> that's a little weird, but... Uh, a new study found, speaking of breast, though, a new study found we're gaining uh, ground when it comes to winning the fight against breast cancer. For two of the three most common types of breast cancer, the average survival time has doubled over the last decade. Oh, wow. I know. Our friend uh, Brittany, Steve's wife, is a uh, survivor currently of breast cancer. She had a mastectomy, a double mastectomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about, uh, let's go for the old guy first. Okay. There's an 83-year-old guy, and he has now uh, become the oldest man ever to hike the Appalachian Trail. It's the people, the places, the pain and the trials. It's the joy and the blessings that come with the miles. It's a calling gone out to a fortunate few <laughs> to wander the fringes of God's hazy blue. That is MJ Sonny Eberhardt. Uh, it's a poem he wrote years ago. They uh. call him Nimblewood Nomad. He's <laughs> officially the oldest hiker to compete the complete the Appalachian Trail at 83 years old. That's crazy. My uncle Phil. It's on his bucket list. He really want. He really, really, really wants to do well, it. Well, he should absolutely do it. That's and, super cool. And he's super into hiking and all that. Oh you know, yeah, and that's overnight. And he would love it. He would love it. I mean, like if God forbid something happened to Phil, and he were going to die, that would probably be the way he'd want to go. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. A seven-year-old girl from North Dakota is the last thing I want to talk about today in good news. I love this. She found a decades-old class ring in a lake. And her family was able to reunite it with the original owner of that ring. Aww. I'm sorry. 40 years later. Wow. Here's Is Isabella Rose and the family that was reunited with the ring talking about this amazing story. I was standing in the water like right here and there was something shiny. And then she gives me this ring and she's just, look what I found. She handed it to me and just like that, we both looked at the ring and his initials were in the inside of it. I thank you very much for finding this. That was Isadora Rose talking about the ring that was found. It How cool was cool. that? Uh, what I love lately, and I think it's the internet. This is when people are using the internet for good. Uh, instead of evil, yes, is uh, when they find things and they start putting them online. Yes, you know, and it eventually makes it back. Like, yeah. that is amazing. Like, almost like that whole concept of a letter and a bottle type yes. deal. You know what I'm saying? Except with the internet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The things you can find in the water, for sure. For example, there's a story in Ireland of something they found in the water that I'm going to talk about in Leftovers later on. Dead bodies? Uh, no, they found it in Ireland all the way from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Yeah, we'll talk more about that later on in Leftovers. But this was your good news. Okay, today's rando, uh, rando texto has kind of a holiday feel to it. Mm-hmm. Well, it actually has a giant holiday. It's all about the holidays, so there's not a kind of involved. It is November. It is November. Oh, gosh, here we go. It is time. Perfectly acceptable. We are going to talk later on about that concept of is it time yet? And and I think it is time, but we'll, we'll talk more about that for Christmas decorations and whatnot. Some people are starting to get mad if they don't see them now. Seeing Christmas decorations? Yeah, they're like, it's November. Yeah, we're, exactly. We're, why is your house not lit up? November 1st. Perfectly acceptable to decorate for Christmas. Now, what is today's rando text, though, Alicia? Well, a sister with a brain needs our help. Okay, so here's what she has to say. I need a poll of the click of six every year. My husband and I have this fight. Four years ago, he bought a giant inflatable Santa at Home Depot. He loves this thing, and it's the gaudiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, those things can be pretty annoying. Oh, yeah. One of our one of our neighbors has one of those. Yeah. So the first year, it was funny, but now he's already pulled it out of storage, and he's getting it ready to set it up for this weekend. 
Three Christmases, I think, was enough, honestly. And I'm a little bit more of a classy Christmas decorator, and I think I should get a shot. He says it's now become a tradition. We both listen to the podcast or the show and want to let you decide. Please understand, I am a caring woman. I deserve your vote. Help. So basically, she's saying that... Vote for me. Yeah, yeah, right. That he has a gaudy Christmas decoration. She's uber classy. She doesn't want it to go up, but she's going to let us decide. Okay, click a six. Here's the deal with this whole deal. She's the classy Christmas decorator. He wants wants the giant inflatable thing. Now, if this was a story of neighbors complaining, I'd be like, it's their home. They can do what they want. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we may not be giant fans of the giant Halloween decorations in our subdivision, but it's their home, and I'll bet you their kids love them. Oh, I'm sure their kids love yeah. it. Drives me crazy, but glad your kids like it. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. If they don't, well, then that's just mean. It, it, yeah. But this is about this couple. He wants giant inflatable Santa in his yard every year. It's a tradition. He gets excited for it. Already pulled it out. Getting ready for this weekend to decorate. <laughs> She's like, let's just be classy, cool, just this year. Yeah. What do you think, Alicia, before the click of six weighs in? my thought process is like she should basically like just destroy it before he puts it up like you kind of like sounds like something your mother would do <laughs> you put, pop some holes in it yeah he goes to put it up and it doesn't actually inflate patch like, the holes. oh baby i'm so sorry i don't know looks why like that mice. Didn't work. <laughs> he comes down into the basement and you're chewing on it so it looks like a mouse <laughs> ripped into it uh you could always patch the holes though I'm I'm pro healthy relationships. That seems like sound yeah, relationship it sounds advice. Like terrible advice. <laughs> okay, Alicia, but you uh, you would hate it. You wouldn't stand for it. I would. I would. It would drive me crazy because I do have to admit I am that classy Christmas decorator. Yeah, I've been talking so. about doing stuff like that for years, and you're like, nope, no, nope. no, no. Nope. I'm like, nah, whatever. Yeah, I'll do it with the husband though. Oh, really? Yeah, she's like, I'm with him. You should be grateful to have a hubby that likes Christmas decorations. There you go. Dawn hates inflatables, but guess what? She has a huge one in her front yard. At Christmas time, and the hubby loves it, and she loves him, so that's why they do it. All right, so a lot of people already are starting to side with him over her. They're they're letting us decide, click a six. I love it. Emily suggests a mullet. A what? A mullet for your yard. Oh, make it look classy in the front and put all the stuff yeah, in the back. Yeah, classy in the front, gaudy in the back. Love it. Uh, Angela thinks that you should let him do it. Karen says let him do it. Uh, this other one said, I read a story recently about a woman who was complaining because her husband wanted chili for dinner. She didn't want to go through all the work. Her husband, who had recently lost her husband, quietly replied, make the chili. So essentially what she's saying, like, dude, you never know how long someone's going to be here for. Yeah. Like, he likes it. Do it. You'll always remember it. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get I mean, that's pretty deep. That's true. But again, he doesn't know long, how long she's going to be here for. This is true. I don't know why you can't go every other year. It seems logical to me. He's gotten three years. Start a thing this year that has every other year. But I'm sorry. Back to this rando text, though. He's got a giant inflatable Santa. Wife is like, you've done it three years. He's like, it's tradition. We need to do it now. He's upset about it. She's like, no. no. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not happening. Tammy actually agrees with, with me. She says, puncture it so he can't use it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Based on time constraints, Alicia, what is your okay, favorite okay, of okay, all okay. of them? So, all of them. I have my one, and man, does she slam her. Like, this is pretty epic. Okay. So imagine, so you have to read this in a sarcastic tone. So, so caring that you couldn't let your husband have a say on one thing. Come on! With how lost Christmas is getting, it doesn't hurt to be a bit extra. Wait, with how, with how what Christmas? With a- well, she says how lost Christmas is getting. Like, it gets caught up in the minutia. Uh, on. Like, you know, it doesn't oh, yeah. hurt to be a bit extra. Oh. I, do, I do kind of agree with. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a bit extra. Okay, so here's the question, Alicia. Let's say we had been doing this. 
Let's see. You're my, yo, you're my first wife. You're my, so far my only wife, not yeah, the one. You that know? I know of. Uh, well, that you know of. Yeah. My secret family is always like, where are you, dad? I'm like, shh. Secret family. Anyway. Huh. Let's say that we got together and I had uh, always done that every year. Yeah. And I was like, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Would you just suck it up? I would. I would suck it up. You there know, you if go. it's something that meant that much to you, I think it's selfish. Why, to... why don't they do the reverse mullet? Oh, you want to party in the front and classy in the back? There you go. Party in the front, classy in the house. Yeah, sure. So party in the front, mullet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Classy in the house. So at first I was going to kind of side with her and I'm saying the every other year thing, but why not just say, okay, well then we're getting rid of this in the house and this in the house. We need to find a compromise. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, unfortunately, relationships are about compromise. If yeah. you don't want to be, if you don't want to compromise, don't be with anyone. Get a divorce. Exactly. There you go. Get a divorce. divorce. New house. Who this? I love it. <laughs> it's the best way to do it. Now, I know when I first go into this story, Alicia, you're going to be like, why is he talking about this? Okay. So I'm going to tell you why I'm about to talk about Snoop. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's Before I dig deep into the Snoop Dogg story, I have a question for you. The click of six, Alicia as well. I don't know if this will be a text question the day in the future, but it's a pretty interesting question, okay? okay. Is there something that you can think of from your past that you wish you could do over again or have over again. Like something like, for example, Alicia, for you, Texture Salon and Spa, maybe you miss that. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe you wish that like you could go back in time and still own that or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so think about that as you hear Snoop Dogg talking about Death Row Records. Death Row should be in my hands. I should be running that just like I'm in position at Jeff Jam. Death Row means more to me because I helped create that. I think they should give me that and let me run that. Just look at it like this. If they'd have gave it to me five years ago, I would have had Roddy Rich, Ty Dolla Sign, YG. Anything coming out the West would have been on death row. If I had a position, this would have been an easy, come on in, you up under the logo. Death row was bought by E1, and then E1 sold to a company called Blackstone. But uh, Lil Birdie told me that it may fly my way soon. Yeah, Lil Birdie told me they may fly my way. Yeah, yeah, Snoop Dogg. Okay, so okay, so he owned it, sold it. No, and it no, was he was part of Death Row. It was owned by Sugar. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm following you. My question is, is there something that you can think of that you wish you could still, you could go back in time and still own? Or maybe it's an object or a home or a business like Death Row. Because Snoop is like, I want that. Yeah, I would definitely say like when I sold Texture Salon and Spa and it was bought. And then when I heard after he bought it, it closed or was in the process of closing, I seriously thought about, and we had conversations about buying that back, I even though we didn't to. live in the area. I begged you to. I told you I'd move back. I told you I'd do whatever you want. Yeah. That was a, definitely a serious contender. Yeah. Like, uh, and you were always like, nah, nah. But I mean, I didn't want you to sell it. You sold it for personal reasons, and that's neither here nor there. Yeah. It's your, it was your business. Yeah. My business, my baby. So if you could go back and do it again, though, and get it back, would you do it? Yeah, probably. What do you think about Snoop Dogg? I see part of part of people would say, maybe therapists would say, Snoop, move on. And that's the other side to the yeah, argument. Yeah, Tupac was part of Death Row, got shot, is killed, you know, like Suge Knight, bad good, you know, Juju there. Like, I mean, 
sometimes there is something to be said for like moving forward and not looking back and not, you know, like you learn from the decisions that you make. Yeah. So, but you sometimes know. you got to go back. I used to be able to do a great snoop. I don't <laughs> know where it is. pretty decent. He did smoke weed with a buddy of mine once, which was uh, really cool. Yeah, he did. But other than that, yeah. Remember, do you remember when he came to town and came to Madison and the snowstorm, like you were like, why are you going out in this? Oh my gosh. I was like, you, yes. would, you wouldn't understand, Alicia. You're like, well, like, if you drink there, you're not going to be able to get a ride home from a cab or anything. I'm like, I know. I mean, I'm going to be careful, but I won't go see Snoop Dogg. Yeah. No, I, I can't believe that was like an epic storm. I think Madison had it was 75 inches. Worst. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the snow was all the way up to the nipple of the Capitol. It was insane. <laughs> it was a snowy day. I know some people celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or other holidays, but I want you to imagine, Alicia, mm-hmm. it's Christmas morning. Okay. And it's time for you to open your big gift. And I'm super, super excited. It's right there under the tree. You can tell it's like been really well wrapped. I worked really hard. Oh, so somebody else wrapped it for you. Probably, yeah. probably. And you go and... Oh, goodness. Oh, I don't like where this is going. This is uh, one of these bonus breaks for the podcast that we're doing right now. So mm-hmm. we can be honest, okay? Sure. Like, not that we're dishonest, okay, but we don't have to worry say. about what we say. You open it up, and there it is, the Demi Wand. What's a Demi Wand? A Demi Wand is a new vibrator uh, okay. released by Demi Lovato. Okay. It's five and a half inches. There you go right there. It looks like a mini Thor's hammer. Oh, my gosh. It totally does. Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's 80 bucks. It's going to sell out, guaranteed, if it's not already. Guaranteed. Going to sell out. That Demi Wand ain't. Why? What's so, what's so special about the Demi Wand? Oh, it's Demi Lovato's vibrator. Okay. So it's basically it's a vibrator with... Demi's name on it. Yeah. Like my so my question is before this sells out, I am like near the computer. I can go order you one if you want. No, I'm good. You don't need the Demi no. wand? No, and you should absolutely not buy it for me for Christmas. You're good with the uh, angry orangutan or whatever that one's called sure. that you bought? Yeah, Fluffy Bunny. No, wait, that's not Fluffy weird. Bunny sounds very uh, odd. But there is another uh, smaller one. Gosh, what is that called? See, here's the interesting thing. You are not a person that would want someone to give you lingerie or sex toys for the holiday. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like... like Jake, the trainer, my buddy, and I will have a conversation, and he'll be like, dude, just order some lingerie when it shows up. Say, slap her on the ass and tell her to put it on. Yeah, bitch, get it. Yeah. Like, okay. what the hell? He doesn't say that part, but yeah, more or less. Well, pretty much. That's the way, well. But that's not the way he conducts his marriage, but I think he just wants to see if it'll work. With his marriage or with our but, marriage? Yeah, I just want to see if it works, right? Yeah. Again, this is it's called the Demi Wand if you want one. She said... I wanted to create my own sex toy to take the stigma away from pleasure and to take your relationship to the next level. What's next after? Yeah, I mean, like people have been using vibrators in their relationship for years. It's not like she's doing anything new here or removing. I don't understand how she thinks she's removing the stigma. She says there's nothing more empowering than taking pleasure into your own hands. We've spent far too long pretending we are not sexual beings. I I do love Demi Lovato. Yeah. Uh, we are all dead. I mean, it sounds like I wrote this for her. Yeah. We are all deserving of pleasure. We are all deserving of orgasms. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, I think it's really, like, men who do not make sure that the person that they are with has had an orgasm. That was weird for you selfish. to say. You should have just said completion. You look so uncomfortable. <laughs> you look so weird just that. That was really I funny. I yeah. But to me, that's just selfish. Like, you should always make sure that the sig other is getting there yeah. at that point. Yeah. 
Like, I, I mean, I've even actually, we've gone as far in our home. Our home, there's actually a little bleachers, and I just cheer you on. Yeah. Go get, get it. Get it, honey. Yeah. Get it. That's great. Someday I'll go there with you. No, but yeah, I mean, someday. That's, yeah, someday. Yeah. Sunday? Some someday. Oh, sorry. But I mean, Sunday works too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, of which month? Uh, which calendar year? February 2023. Okay. So for Christmas, no lingerie or sex toys. No. That's what you're saying. No, 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 no. Well, well, if you want to get it, though, Click of Six, it's the it's by it's made by Belissa Boutique. Just Google Demi Wand, D E M I Wand. There's your bonus weird, freaky podcast sex break. Make sure you spread the word on the podcast, by the way. It's not always about sex. Yesterday yeah. was about your butt. Yeah, but I mean, that can also be deemed as sexual. If we so. combine both breaks. Yeah, exactly. Get you a demi yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I was just throwing it out there. I know we typically do like uh, nerdy news or like uh, stuff like that on Fridays. Yes. But if you're an iPhone user, sometimes when these new articles come out, like I found this one in PC Mag about iPhones mm-hmm. and little tricks. I'm like, because we're an iPhone people. We are, yeah. Our, our buddy Austin, banana buybacks, we always got them from him. And yeah. we're iPhone people. So uh, apparently there's some uh, tricks that came out. Uh, actually, I've got three for you. Three major tricks to make the whole web surfing process a whole lot better on Safari. Oh. MacBook. That's what I use. Or your iPhone, which also uses Safari. So apparently using long presses is the first one. Always try pressing on buttons instead of tapping to discover great shortcuts. Like a long pause on a link on a website brings up a preview. Oh. A long pa- a press on a plus sign to open a tab will bring a list of uh, tabs up you recently closed. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so if you want to go back to maybe you're doing, I release you to do full-time gigs real estate, you want to go back to... Yeah, I use like the same five websites, so go. that's perfect. Get browser extensions. You're uh, you, uh, used to using extensions on your browser on your computer. Well, about a month ago, Apple finally allowed browser extensions on Safari. There aren't a ton available, but there are good ones. Huh. Uh, extensions like 1Password makes it easier to enter passwords. Honey and simple codes to get coupons when you check out. Ooh, there you go. There you go. And finally, a little final trick for your iPhone. When it starts to, the sound quality starts to go bad, smash it as hard as you can against the counter and then throw it in the garbage can. No. Okay, what? That makes zero sense. Right, no, I'm just kidding. No, set up your phone to automatically close tabs. Oh, you can do that? So if you go to settings on your iPhone and pick Safari. Okay. There's a section called close tabs. The default is manually, but you can pick one day, one week, or a month. That's a great idea because I'll open up Safari and there's literally 30 open oh, websites sure. on my you phone. You have 7,000 unread email because you don't delete your junk email. You have the messiest iPhone I've ever seen. Yeah, it drives me crazy. But I understand it in the chaos. If your iPhone was like your butt, you would have to wear a diaper. It's that messy. That's a terrible analogy. That, that actually was, no, that you not work take well. that back. That, that was horrendous. And kind of gross. But your iPhone is like, you, you just need to like go through your 7,000 emails and delete them. My iPhone is like M&M's in popcorn. Okay. Like it's a little messy. They're kind of hard to find, but eventually you get there. Oh, I like that. Was a good Thank analogy. You. What kind of M and M's? Now you're making me Ooh, hungry. Peanut M and M's. Oh, I love peanut M and M's. Those are my favorite. I Thank know. You. Oh, that is good. I like. Imagine if you can, you're driving home. You're pulling up, and you're like, God, "It's really bright over by my house." <laughs> okay. What the heck is? What the hell is going on over my house? Oh no. It's not your house. 
It's your neighbor's house. Son of a bee! Clark set up all the Christmas lights again. <laughs> that is a feeling that you're gonna definitely, uh, you should definitely plan on experiencing here very soon because Alicia, mm -hmm. a new a new poll found only a third of us plan to put up Christmas decorations by Thanksgiving, but that means a third of us are gonna be putting them up. Oh, heck yeah. The question is, 24% of people say that the day after Thanksgiving is when you should start decorating for <gasps> Christmas. Question. Okay. Do you have to wait that long? No. No, 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 no. When no, is the no. go-to date? Is it November 1st? I know you mentioned that earlier. I'm a November 1st. I think last year it was the first weekend in November is when we decorated for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And ours is an adventure. Like, we have the same thing, but it's like... Everywhere. Go into the storage unit. Got to move these bins. Got to move these boxes. Got to get around the corner. Got to pick this up around the corner. Got to move yeah. this here. It's like... It, it's a circus. Then you're just like, am I missing a band? I mean, you're Go the artist. Go find the bin. And it literally takes days to set up for Christmas. Yeah. And I, I, we're conversely, people, by the way, have already started holiday shopping as well, whether it's Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, or you just celebrate the day. I don't know. Yeah. It's your gig, right? If you're wondering uh, what most people uh, spend, there was a survey done. 51% of people plan to spend less than 500 over the holidays this Good year. Good for them. There's, That's great. People are planning on spending less this year. As they should, you know, there's so many. Well, we not really as do they that should. anymore, do we? No, we don't spend a lot. I think their biggest expense comes in food and alcohol, you know, for people. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, probably. But I'm talking about just like gifts. Like, are we doing a. Well, I always like to do little gifts for the yeah, holidays. Yeah. But we don't do gifts for like extended family or anything else. It's more about oh, the time. So. I love that we tune that out. I mean, I just, I don't, I send my uh, nephews like a hundy each yeah. one and then like that's it. That's pretty much it. Or 75 or whatever it is. Yeah. My brother and I don't do anything. Nope. My brother, uh, my brother, my brother Mark and I do. But my brother Mike uh, would call me years ago, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, you know how I sent you seventy-five bucks to uh, this gift card, and you sent me seventy-five bucks to that gift card? Yeah. How about next year we just save the seventy-five bucks? I completely agree. We'll call each other on Christmas and say Merry Christmas, and uh, and that'll be it. Yep. And it's taken a while, but your family, I think, has been trained to that. Except your dad. You always give him something. I always do gifts for my parents, but I don't do gifts for my siblings. See, my problem was Christmas was always tough. Especially, like, oh, the amount of money I've saved since my mom passed away is insane. I know. Right? Gosh, that's really healthy. Her birthday's in December. Then my dad's birthday. Then their anniversary was December 23rd. Then Christmas. Mm -hmm. She was not cheap. No, no. She was not cheap she at all. She was an expensive old bag. My dear, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Obviously. Wow. That with love because your mom was awesome. She's not with us anymore. Like, <laughs> it's one of those deals where I can say that. Oh. You can't say that. Oh, so sorry. I can say that or my, bro my buddy Eric and I, I almost called my brother. Eric and I can it's say that. He's basically your brother. Yeah, Eric and I can say that about each other's yeah. parents. Like, I'll sometimes say, I bet you my mom is making out with your dad in heaven right now. Oh. And it'll be like, my dad is going to do a lot more to your mom than kiss her. Oh. Yeah, it's you. just awkward, fun conversations. But you say that. You're just not part of that club. You can't do that. Okay. Don't make it weird. My Don't, bad. And quit talking about my mom doing weird things in heaven with men. Oh, my gosh. I didn't say anything. You did. It was, it was you. weird. I apologize. We're about to get out of here for uh, the day. And uh, before we do, though, we, uh, we always do something called leftovers, Alicia. Mm -hmm. And my leftovers are heavily audio focused today. Okay? All right. So a couple things for you. Las Vegas Raiders have released cornerback uh, Damon Arnett after he posted a video of himself waving guns around and threatening to kill somebody. Oh, well, that'll do it. They just This is just comes after they released Henry Ruggs for killing a woman oh, in a car crash. I swear to God, I will kill you. <laughs> On everything I love, I will kill you. You talking crazy. Yeah. 
No, you're wow. yeah, yeah, no, you're fine. Okay, yeah, done. You're gone. You're gone. Where conversely, speaking of uh, weird things, a four-year-old girl in Australia burned a hole in her tongue <gasps> after eating Warheads sour candies. No. Here's the girl, the the girl's mom, the girl, and the doctor talking about it. Mummy, 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 my tongue is really sore and it really hurts. It feels like skin was coming off. I burst into tears because I was really worried. I, I was never seen this before. He did say that we were very lucky because the tongue is the fastest healing in the body. Sour warhead lollies in particular can be very dangerous. They've got high levels of acid. The lollies have a similar pH level to hydrochloric acid. Products with this level of acid or pH can cause chemical burns to the cheeks to the tongue we do see a lot of trauma and we see a lot of damage that can be done to to teeth and to yeah so basically oh. i know this is a four-year-old girl in australia burned a hole in her tongue after eating a sour warheads candy there's a warning label on the, there's a no warning label. is there really some people think they're not safe for kids because of the high acidity levels well and also the fact that it could burn a hole in your yeah tongue. i don't think i will i've never been a warhead person but now i'm oh, definitely I'll bet you they're gonna go through the roof people are gonna buy them non-stop there's gonna become a tiktok challenge or something stupid no. like that okay sure. you watch they'll call it the holy tongue it's kind of funny yeah well oh because it sounds religious yeah the holy tongue they probably they'll do something weird i guarantee probably you, yeah they're gonna okay so on the flip though let me share this story with you I alluded to it earlier. The city of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, announced yesterday that a trash can of theirs somehow washed ashore. <laughs> 3,500 miles away in Ireland. A whole trash can. This is like a, a big message in a bottle. The fact that I'm talking to you now and I'm, I'm talking to people on social media about it, you know, it's, it's opened up those channels of communication between two, two communities on, on either side of the world. Like that for me is important. Yeah, we're doing leftovers right now. A trash can, somebody chucked it in the ocean and it went all the way over to Ireland. That's crazy. You just never know where things are going to end up sometimes. Now, I'm assuming the litter people will say... What are you doing with the littering? You know, you're throwing away a whole, what was in the trash can? That's what I want to know. Well, and you're polluting the oceans too, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like, did something happen where it was carried out to the ocean or did somebody actually throw it in the ocean? There's so many unanswered questions. And I, when I first read the article about it today, I was uh, looking at it and I'm like, and it said the Irish trash can. I thought it was like an Urban Dictionary thing, so yeah, I right. clicked on it. And I found out it was a real story. Yeah. I so, love how you clicked on it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's a real story. Yeah. But you were looking forward to it being something. The Irish trash can? I'm still sure that's something. It's got to be sure. something. I think we should call those furbies instead of like pervy. It's like a fish pervy. Like, you know, the fish. Uh, for, you're into branding re re uh, recently, aren't you? <laughs> oh, no. A furby? A furby. <laughs> that's a furby is actually a real thing. Well, I know a furby those is a real thing. Those are people that dress up as stuffed animals. Yeah, and, I know what that is. They balloon animal each other. Yes. You know, like Tigger and Winnie the Pooh. Yes. But you got to be careful with Winnie no, the Pooh. No, that's not a furby. Is it a furby? It's furry. You're right, it's yes, a furry. Yes, because Furbies were actually a toy when yeah. I was a kid. And well, you literally, if I were a furry and I was ever going to hook up with another stuffed animal yeah. type person, yeah. I would never hook up with somebody named Pooh. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just seems nasty. <laughs>